Alcova Mortgage is here for good. We are locally owned, value great communication, and are committed to our Covington community. Call Alcova Mortgage Covington at 540-962-7152 or visit alcovahighlands.com to get in touch for your mortgage lending needs. Alcova Mortgage, NMLS ID 40508, NMLSConsumerAccess.org, Equal Housing Lender. Terms and conditions apply. All loans subject to credit approval. What up, what up, what up, though? Ball Hawk Show. Ain't this what they've been waiting for? You ready? You ready? Uh, uh. I used to pray for times like this, to rhyme like this, so I had to grind like that, to shine like this. In a matter of time, I spent on some locked up in the back of the paddy wagon, cuffs locked on wrist. See my dreams unfold, nightmares come true. It was time to marry the game, and I said, yeah, I do. If you want it, you got to see it with a clear eye view. Got shorty, she try and bless me like I said I chew, like a sneeze. Please for them trick to squeeze them, getting cream. Never let them get in between of what we started. Look, but I'm lying hearted. They love me when I was stuck and they hit it. When I departed, I go and get it regardless. Draw like I'm an artist, no crawling. Went straight to walking with foreigns in my garages are foreign. Menage, sucking and swallowing anything for a dollar. They tell me, get him, I got him. I did it without an album. I did it with Mariah. I'm on fire, icy as a hockey ring, Philly, flyer, when I bought the Rolls Royce, they thought it was lease, then I bought that new Ferrari, hey, to rest in peace, hey, to rest in peace, rest in peace to the parking lot, Phantom so big, can't even fit in the parking spot, you ain't talking about my then what you talking about, gangsta moving silent, and I don't talk a lot, I don't say a word, I don't say a word, what's on my ground, and now I got what I deserve, I when I would ask the more, y'all thought it was raining. Flexing on him, some like Papa on yeah. his finish. Yeah, that's how we starting it off. That's how we starting off the first podcast, huh? Dreams and nightmares. This is what you've been waiting for, right? This is what you've been waiting for. This game one, we here. Yeah, yeah. Milk, milk. Uh huh. Yeah. That's how we starting off, man. What up, 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 do. Welcome to the Ball Hawk Show podcast. I'm your host, Amar Hawkins. Appreciate you rocking with me on this game week preview. Beat Richmond episode. The Richmond Spiders, that is. Before we get started, salute to the sponsors, man. Abra Insurance. Go to abrainsurance.net. For all your insurance need, that's home, business, auto, life insurance, the great people at Abel. Service in the state of Virginia for over 20 years and being a proud sponsor of the Ball Hawk Show for over six years. That's what I'm talking about. Also, man, Alcova Mortgage, you heard their commercial at the start of this podcast. AlcovaMortgageHighlands.com. Go to Alcova Mortgage Highlands. No, 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 no. Just Alcova Highlands. I'm tripping. I always add in mortgage because that's the name, but it's alcovahighlands.com, man. If you need to refinance your home or you just need a loan, go to alcovahighlands.com. 
Com. Tell them the ball hawk sent you. So we're going to jump right into this, man. I want to keep this preview as short as I can. I'm excited. But there's a lot I want to unpack because I know we just got the depth chart this week. Um, so first of all, that song was dedicated to the Tony Elliott era. That's beginning this Saturday because that's his favorite song. Dreams and Nightmares, Meek Mills, the edited version, no cuss words. Got to keep it clean. All right. So that's why that intro was there. Salute to Coach Elliott and his coaching staff. This is game one of your head coaching career, man. This is it, man. You're not playing Madden. You can control this, okay? This is it. 12.30, Scott Stadium. That other orange. We that orange. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we here. But um, hold on. Before we get started, man, I gotta I gotta get some shout out to my man Andrew Brown. Which beat am I gonna use? All right, we're gonna use that right there. I'm tripping. Here we go. Let's get some background music. As we kick off this podcast, man, appreciate everybody. Make sure you go to AmadHawkins.com. Go to AmadHawkins.com for anything from the new walkthrough episode to all my podcast episodes that's now featured on the Believe Network. That's B-L-E-A-V. Shout out to the Believe Network for believing in this platform known as the Ball Hawk Show and want to be a part of it. So the link is in the description, man. Salute to them and this collaboration we got going. So check out the Believe Network. There's a lot of podcasts, um, podcasts up there. So here we go, man. First off, we're going to jump into this depth chart. See, see what y'all think about this depth chart. Not Richmond. Here we go. UVA. So, all right. Starting that offensive line, we got Mikhail Bowley starting that left tackle. First freshman to start since the Brigham Ferguson started. We know Leach is out, but we not just starting him just because. He's 6'4", 331. Basically, he our biggest lineman. When it comes to weight, three thirty-one. Uh, we got John Plon, John Paul Flores starting that left guard. Ty Furness starting that center. He's our smallest lineman when it comes to weight. He's only two seventy-nine. So keep your eye on that. You got Derek Devine at right guard. You got Logan Taylor at right tackle. So that's our offensive line. You got sophomore, senior, sophomore, grad. Freshman, we lost all five, so all these dudes are new starting. Grant starting that tight end with Sackett Wood, backing him up. Got Brennan Armstrong at the starting QB. Jay Wolfuck back up. Tailback, you got Paris Jones. I keep wanting to call him Perry Jones. Paris Jones is the starter game one with Mike Hollins at the number two. It's going to be running back by committee, though, so both guys are going to be getting carries. Um, you got Keaton. Or Billy Kemp at one of the receivers. Um, Lavelle Davis starting at one of the receivers. They got Luke Wentz backing him up. Wearing that number 80. The 80 look good on you there, boy. The 80 look good on you. You look, you look taller than me, so it look, you know, look better on you than it did me because I was a little guy. So, um, Dontavian Wicks. And then you got Sean Moore. Another form of walk-on. Right here, cracking the two depth. So salute to salute to him. 
So that was offense. My biggest surprise, um, of course, was running. No, running back wasn't a surprise. Cause I've been seeing Perry get busy all camp, and you know, coach has been adamant about saying if we had to play today, Perry, Paris would be starting. So that's why I'm not surprised by that. Um, that's the only surprise. Like offensive line, I ain't gonna front on y'all. I, I didn't have nobody like fr- like. Okay, okay, I'm be honest with y'all. I don't be looking at them like that. I don't. I can't evaluate offensive linemen like that, bro. That that's Ray Roberts and all them dudes that specialize in offensive line. Like I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I ain't gonna be up front. Hey, they like ball hook. Who you gonna think starting that offensive line? I don't know. I'm a little guy. I don't know how to evaluate them. Like the start. That's why Coach 2J is the offensive line coach, and I'm not. So that's offense. Defense, Cam Butler transfer, he's starting. You got Chico Bennett, a former transfer, he's starting. You got Jack Camper, he's in a two-depth. Uh, you got Paul Aker, Jameer starting that nose tackle. Aaron Famui starting that D tackle. We got a lot of depth. Look, we got a lot of depth. I'm going to say that one more time. We got a lot of depth at D Offensive line. It's amazing how we went from man, we can't get no no guys to get no pressure in the quarterback, and we got this dude injured, and who's going to play here? To now, it's like we got a lot. So salute to just the development development of these young players and older guys who transferred in. Because you got Cam, he's a grad transfer. You got Paul, grad. Jamil's a junior now, but you got Devonte Davis, he's a grad. And Aaron's a senior. Chico's a senior. Jack Camper's a grad. So, you, like, all the guys is getting burned old and going to be gone after this year. So, we got to turn up. And Ben Smiley had a heck of a fall and, and, and spring as well. Um, at the linebackers, no surprise. Nick Jackson is one of the starters. The other surprise was James Jackson starting at the wheel opposed to Josh Ahern. And when you're playing wheel, you gotta be uh, you gotta be athletic because you, you you just need a little bit more speed at that backer. You know the Nick Jacksons and the Aherns they come down here and they they bite your mouth off. But it was surprising to see James starting over Hunter, and maybe they were just going for the more athletic look to start off. But we know Hunter's going to get burned. Deshaun Perry is like the X factor; he can play backer, but I want to see him rushing the quarterback because I think he has a, a special gift as far as running that hoop and, and coming, you know, using that pressure off the edge. So those are your backers. So if you look at it, even though coach looks at this defense and I'm talking about coach Rudd as like a three, four type of scheme is, is, is basically four down line because Chico six, four, two fifty two. Then Jack is 6'5", 252. That, that's your bandits. I mean, those D-line, those D-ends, okay? But they just hybrids. So, but so basically you playing nickel, 425. All right? I mean, when people say 425, I just, I just call it nickel. Because majority of the time, every defense playing nickel. Because a lot of times, you got three receivers in. Three Legit pass catchers in there. So you're going to remove one of those linebackers unless you got that hybrid backer who could do a little bit of both. 
and you want to keep that two safety like like you know I don't want to get too ahead of myself. At corner got Fentrell, no surprise there. Elijah Gaines backing him up. At the right corner you got Anthony Johnson and then Jalen Baker. I think the difference this year is that they're playing sides. It's not field and boundary anymore. So that means Anthony will be playing in space this year compared to just playing in the boundary like he did last year. Uh, Darius Bratton is playing that spur, a.k.a. that extra safety. But that's more of like the nickelback. You got Chase uh, Chalmers backing him up. Then you got Lex Long at one free safety. Who's the surprise? Because he's a big body. So here's the thing. You got Lex Long at the free safety. And Donovan Johnson backing him up. But then that strong safety got Jonas Sanker and Antonio Clary, who are the more athletic guys, the speed guys. Meaning, yes, they're in the box, but that's showing me that we're going to play, we're going to mix in a lot of mans and combo zones and stuff. And that position is going to be asked to truly cover individuals versus an area. So you got your bigger guys playing the free, meaning, hey, maybe you're more rangy. But we're not going to ask you to really cover a man. We're just going to ask you to cover space in different areas. So um, that's what I got from that depth chart. When it comes to the specials, uh, Daniel Sparks is a, a, the, like the biggest punter I've ever seen in my life. He's 6'6". Like, they just took him off the basketball court. Like, you, come kick. You tall. Boom it. I call him Mr. Uh, I call him hang time because when he boot the ball, it hang up there a long time. Uh, Farrell got the place kicking and the kickoff on lock. Jared, Jared is the holder. Um, Aiden Livingston is the long snapper. Shout out to my dog, Lee Dudley, as well. Then punt return, we got Billy Kemp. And then kick return, we got Mike Hollins. Hey, man, it's the league. All we need is one back there. I saw some people like, man, why is Mike Hollins the only one listed back there? All you need is one guy touching the rock back there. One deep guy. That's what we do. Now, and also, let's not forget, Mike Hollins got busy. He got a call back, but versus uh, when Murray last year, the boy took it to the crib. Then the next game, he had a big kickoff return. And then he had some injuries, but Mike could go. So that's the depth chart, man, for UVA. Now we're going to go to the tail of the tape because it's all about the Richmond Spiders and what they bring to the table. I think they're a good ball club. I like what they do offensively for sure. So here we go. Tell the tape. We got to look at last year's numbers. Now, granted, they got a new offensive coordinator. It's like we got a new staff and head coach. But we're going to go off last year just to give us a baseline, just to look at something, okay? So scoring offense, Richmond averaged 24 points. UVA averaged 34.6. Scoring defense, Richmond twenty point gave up 20 points a game. We gave up 31.8. Let's, let's move on. Um, Russian offense 146.1 We gained 121.8 And majority of that was the quarterback Russian defense They gave up 114 yards a game We gave a 225.8 Let's move on We gave a 225 Russian yards a game Last year 225.8 I gotta cut the instrumental down for that. That's nasty. I don't even want. I don't even want no background music no more. Two. No, I said I was gonna move past it. All right, passing offense. They yielded one ninety two. 
Then we gave up. No, 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 no. Pass offense. Um, they gained one ninety two again. We gained three ninety two. Passing defense two seventeen for them. Two forty for us. Total offense three thirty eight for them. Five fourteen point four. Total defense three thirty five. Four sixty six. That's how much we gave up last year. Time of possession. They averaged 29 minutes, 56 seconds with the ball. We averaged 30 minutes, 38 Ah, this is depressing. I don't even want to look at last year's title of the tape. Why did I set myself up? I was just stupid. I know Petty Hawk. I know. Just stupid. All right, man. So let's look at the scouting report on Richmond. New offensive coordinator, Billy Kosh. Um, did his thing at, at, at VMI. Spending four seasons there, two as an offensive coordinator. Um, his offense is dubbed the Air Raid Offense. It finished in the top 20 in the country in numerous categories and top two in the SOCON and seven offensive marks. Um, they were 20th in the nation in scoring, 29.2. 18th in passing efficiency, 144.77. 17th, 17th in total offense, 427.6. And ninth in passing offense, 309.4. And fifth in total first downs, 201. So he has this new offense coming in, air raid. They're going to get you in space, all about matchups, confusing the defense, big plays, um, playing fast. So that's uh, offense. Like your first time coming out the gate, that's what you face. Yeah, we about to really see what we improved on and how y'all improved back there. I tell you that because it didn't just stop with the offensive coordinator from VMI. They got a quarterback who used to play for VMI who just recently transferred to Maryland and transferred again to Richmond and played under Coach Kosh and Reese Udinsky. This dude has put up some impressive numbers, man, his college career. So his career with VMI. He threw for 7,877 yards and 48 touchdowns in 39 games. He finished his VMI career as the cadets program all-time leading passer and ranking sixth all-time in the SOCON. His 78-77 in NCAA FCS play, ranks first among all returning quarterbacks in FCS football. His best season came in 2019 under this same offensive coordinator, I believe. Or am I? No. 2021. So maybe this dude wasn't an offensive coordinator because he said the last, let's see, 21 and 21 and 20. So, yeah, he wasn't actually the offensive coordinator when Udinsky was the starter. But anyway, his last season – no, I'm tripping. He did play under him. His best season was before he – anyway, he a bad man jammer, okay? He a bad man Just reading his bio, man, he nice. Um, 2019 season, man, he opened up that year with the FCS record of 368 consecutive passes without an interception and posted 11 games with 200 yards passing or more. So, yeah, he can sling it. He can sling it. Oh, 
And it, get, it keeps getting better with the cadet connection because Jacob Harris to, to, comes from VMI two to Richmond, their best receiver. He's the most, he comes as one of the most decorated wide receivers in NCAA FCS football. He has caught 226 receptions for 3,006 yards and 26 touchdowns. He ranks first in NCAA FCS football in career receptions and receiving yards among active players and the second among the group in career touchdowns, trailing only Stephen F. Austin's Xavier Gibson, who has 30. He was, he was named the SOCON Offensive Player of the Year and was a consensus first-team All-American selection last season. He averaged 12.2 yards a catch and 122.2 yards per game, both leading the SOCON. Yep. There you have it, man. Oh, it keeps getting better. They're, they're running back. Aaron Dykes, he nice. I mean, now granted, he only ran for 500 yards, but he's one of the most dangerous kickoff returners in NCAA FCS football. He's a two-time first-team All-Colonia Athletic Association um, selection. He enters 2022, second among all returning FCS kick returners with three career kickoff returns for touchdowns and ranks fourth with 1,501 career kickoff return yards. Last season, Dykes averaged 27.3 yards per kickoff return, which is second all-time in program history in a single season. 27.3 yards of return. Then on defense, they got a tackling machine by the name of Tristan Wheeler. Back-to-back 100-plus tackle seasons in his past two football full seasons in 2019 and 2020. So they got some decorated players on their team, man. The one thing that's glaring to me about Richmond is they're replacing their entire defensive line. Um, those guys were all, all conference and very decorated, and they got after you. Um, you saw their numbers. It was impressive. Uh, when they lost last year, it wasn't like teams were just blowing them out. You know, they were, they were in contention. And I could sh- look, I'll give you some examples, man. Because then they played they – play- did they play Tech last year? I want to say. Where did that schedule at? My bad. I just had it and I lost it. Anyway, teams just don't run the score up on them. Yeah, they did play Virginia Tech last year. But teams just don't run the score up on, on Richmond, man. They do a good job of playing sound defense. They communicate well on the back end. Um they they share blocks. They, they they run to the football in packs. That's why I, I like what I saw with them. The one thing about them on the back end is versus the pass, they will try to combo a lot, meaning, you know, first guy in, I got him, then you got the second guy. Um, and sometimes I can get them in trouble because you run a dagger concept, meaning you run two ends, somebody's going to be trailing. Or you run some type of switch, somebody that can be out of position. Um, so it'll be interesting to see – when we run any type of like tight twins or trips bunch, if they combo and they combo with their DBs, like they leave the backers to buzz underneath and they use the safety in the corner or they bring a safe, another safety over and they try to, you know, box you in or play a little triangle 
and they try to just let you disperse before they uh, cover you. So it'll be interesting to see when we run the mesh concept, when we send a short receiver underneath the backers, and then we send that second receiver on a deep deep end route with a post, you know, just three ends, how they decipher that that route combination or the sail combination with a hitch and then a sail route and then a hammer inside of that. So I can see us just really trying to overload them, overload them and then try to run away, like run zone to the boundary. You got trips to the field, run some zone to the boundary, run some counter to the boundary because you're getting people to bump out because of the threat of throwing the football. And I really feel like they're going to play um, two safety high versus us, like an umbrella type of look. And we can have them outnumbered in the box. And they're going to say, hey, can you consistently run the football versus us? Because we have a tackling machine at linebacker. They feel like they linebackers to get after it. They're, they're smaller size linebackers. They're like 230, 222. Uh, so they're predicated on speed. You got to get your hands on them. When you, when you bump it to the next level, you got to have bad intentions. Um, so Wayne Galloway, number nine, he's 222. That's basically like a safety, a strong safety. Tristan Willis is just 228, but I like I, I definitely like what I saw out of him on film. And then Phil O'Connor is the bigger linebacker at 230, but his backup is 210. Um, Tristan Willis' backup is 190 pounds. And then Wayne Galloway's backup is just 208. So one of those guys getting nicked up, you essentially got a defensive back end playing linebacker. So, again, that's speed. Beating you to the point, defeating blocks with, with with moves versus really like I want to see their run fits like when it's hat on hat are you gonna really stand in there and be that bull and spill or force cutback or are you gonna try to run around blocks because that means it's, it's very important for our backs to be decisive in their cuts because if they're smaller guys they may try to utilize speed and that means they may try to run around the block to dive back in so if you really hug the tail of the guard that's pulling on the counter. Or when you read that zone and you put your foot in the ground and you go through that B gap now that it's stretched and they're really trying to avoid that second level tandem block going up on the backer, it's gonna be important to say, yo, let's take the shorter, let's take the short distance first and stay true to it. Be confident that sooner or later it's gonna pop. Be prepared to run through an arm tackle because we're gonna get our bigs on those little guys. We understand, look, we're going to a spot. Make his ass run that way. You can't lose this way. If he's going to beat you, make them run the hump back. Pay attention to them running the hump, cutting inside. So that's going to be interesting. Just like it's interesting to, to me the first time Paris is asked to pass block at his size. Now, these guys, I mean, these aren't the biggest linebackers, but Paris is only a, what, a buck 80, 5'7 to buck 80. So they're going to feel like, all right, if it's a pass, that little man Majama back there, we're going to fire on him. They're going to try to come down here and hit him square in the mouth. Because if they coming through the A-gap, I always taught, don't cut through the A-gap. Because if you cut, they may get airborne. Your quarterback could be stepping. It could be right into the knee. So they're going to wait for two to try to set up and pass block. But then again, we can run screens, slip screens. Fool you. How you coming? Paris show. You think you're going to run through him? He slide up on you. A little screen action. But that's why I like the counters. 
I like the counter action because it allow the lineman to get up to the second level. You know, you know what I'm saying? And you get to those smaller size backers that are, everything's predicated with speed. And I'm not look, I'm not saying just because in weight they're not as big that they that they weak. Nah. Nah, I ain't saying that at all. I just saying, you know, just watch them on field. They will butt you. But if you feel like you're quicker than a lineman, you're going to give them a little something. Give them a little dead leg, a little swim. So, but on the back end, they do have a corner that's 6'2", I believe. He's a big dude. Um, His name is uh, Amir Hall. He was a freshman All-American. He's just a sophomore. So, I can see... He was playing their left to our right, if I'm not mistaken. So, you know, if Lavelle lines up to the left, will he just follow Lavelle because that's a better matchup? Um, their other corner is my size, 5'10", 190. So, and they will play some press. They will get up in your face. Uh, but, again, because how potent our offense was and who we have at receiver, I'm pretty like I'm, I'm, I'm thinking they're going to come out and play some type of combo zones and just say, hey, we're going we're gonna, to – Make you work for it. We're not gonna make it easy for you to try to play man across the box. But I like I like Amir. I think I think he's a I think I, I'm not think, but I he's a good corner. Kid's a good corner. At six two, he played like he's six two. So I, I like him. Um, their free safety Banks is five eleven one eighty. Um, their other safety Geo. I think Geo went to Heritage. I believe. Yeah. That name sounds familiar. Is, is it Heritage or Hermitage? I think it went to Heritage. Not the one in Uber News, the other Heritage, the Heritage. Um, he's six foot 186. And again, those guys, both of those guys are asked to cover. They will cover the slot from 10 yards off like we saw our offense doing in years past. So they'll play like a catch type of technique. Like our, basically, like our DBs are asked to do sometimes play catch from off, meaning you, you, you kind of anticipate. Uh, under um, a shortcut route, but uh, if you end up running a deep route, their, their feet are dead. So you got to kind of collision and, and trap the hip. Uh, so you know, for the first game and for this first preview, I'm not going to talk your head off. I'm definitely excited about this game. Excited about what we see, what what we do on offense and defense. Um, as far as the balance statement. If they dares to run, I want us to show that we can run. I don't want us to, like, get bullheaded and just say, no, we're going to keep running because you're daring us. But keep them off balance. Um, demonstrate that we can establish a line of scrimmage and be successful at the line of scrimmage offensively and defensively. Uh, it's going to be a very good matchup because we're young on offense uh, line. They're young on defensive line as far as starting experience. So that can be – that can work in our favor in the sense of it allows the the transition of playing every down, getting into that groove and, and, and playing with a new system and a new scheme. Um, so yeah, man, that's it. I ain't gonna talk y'all head out. That's 30 minutes. This is the first one. That's all I got. Make sure you show up at the Scott 1230. I'll be in attendance. I'm the end game analyst again. So you see me on who vision. Um, definitely anxious. To, to see you guys in the stands. If you see me walking around, make sure you shout me out. Just say, yo, ball hawk. And, you know, we flick up. You know, appreciate all the support. 
Make sure you follow the podcast on Believe Network and also other podcast platforms like iTunes, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, Amazon. Be prepared this year. I'm going to start doing some YouTube videos um, for my recaps because I want to show some film. And, you know, so be on the lookout for that. I don't know if I'm – I think this first one I'm going I'm to be able to do it because how I got my film set up is on the iPad. And I record on my Mac. So I got to probably try to use two cameras. So you got to bear with me the first time. But yeah, man, I think you'll like it. At least you could kind of better see. Because a lot of things is visual now. So I have some video uh, options this year. So stay tuned, man. Again, man, it's the Ball Hawk Show. Appreciate y'all. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at I am Ballhawk. Following the game, I'm going to say hour, hour, 30 minutes following the game. I'm going to start up a Twitter space, just allowing, uh, you know, a true reaction to the game for the fans. And this is not going to, you know, like be an analytical space. I'm going to just let people share what they saw, what they like, what they didn't like, what they like as far as the fan experience, the halftime show, everything and their mama. You could just discuss it. So make sure you follow me at I am Ballhawk. Give me a follow and uh, be on the lookout for Twitter spaces 90 minutes after the game because that's when I should be done with all my post-game um, responsibilities, man, and we get fired up and talk some Wahoo um, football following this Richmond game. But Richmond, man, a formidable opponent for the first game, first team out the gate. Um, offensively, they, they're dangerous. Air raid is always dangerous. They got a Veteran signal caller, two very good backs. You know, on paper, you say, oh, they only ran for 500 apiece, but they're capable guys. They can catch out the backfield as well. Big-time receiver that transferred in. Um, So it's going to be interesting because I know everybody's worried about our offensive front and what we're going to do as a defense. So I'm addressing your concerns. But uh, I think think we'll be fine, man. I think these guys was coached up well this, this summer. And I think I know they were. But it's all about applying it when those live bullets are flying. So that's all I got for you, man. AmaiHawkins.com for everything that you need. I try to make sure that the podcast episodes are uploaded on that site as well. But just go to BLEAV.com. That's BLEAV.com to get my show on the Believe Network. That's Believe.com. Just search the Ball Hawk Show and it pops up. Um, they got a lot of interesting podcasts. Deshaun Jackson's got a podcast up there. Coach JB from the Netflix series is up there. Pac-Man Jones got a podcast up there. Uh, a host of other folks. But make sure you check me out there. And it's also available on Spotify, on iTunes, Amazon, iHeartRadio. It's still there as well. So that's all I got. I ain't going to talk y'all head off, man. First game of the year. We here. Oh, yeah. Got the Wahoos winning 31-14, to 31-14. to it may be some stalls early in the game. Defensively, I think they will gain some yards. Um, I feel like we'll hold them out the end zone. Um, but I got us winning 31 to 14 because I respect what Richmond's bringing to the table. And this is like, you know, and back in the old days, oh, we take them to the woodshed. They ain't got a chance. But first game for this coaching staff as a whole, first game for Coach Elliott as a head coach, it's going to be some bumps and bruises along the way. And we got a weather a storm that'll take place during the game. 
most likely. That's just being a realist. But that's all I got for y'all, man. Abrainsurance.net, alcovahighlands.com, mortgage. Get you a loan from Alcova Mortgage. And then go to um, Abra Insurance, man. Get your insurance for that crib you just bought. It's the Ballhawk Show. Should I do it? Should I, should I, should I play more of it on the outro? That's what I think I'm going to do. So until next time, man, it's the Ballhawk Show. We out of here. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.